K Dot. Yeah, yeah. Can we get it how we used to get it, like when Top had the red charger? Can we get it how we used to get it, like when Top had the red charger? Can we get it how we used to get it? Cap on. And I got racks on. Spent four nights in the country I like, then take my rich ass back home. Glow so bright I can make more light. See, this ain't like your pheromones. New one, big gun, bare tone. Who want, we want your home. We old school like Chopper though. My old school made doctor know. My old school made hard not. Black on black, my coupe and strap ain't balling on the hard top. I told y'all to car top, now my number car block. I don't miss a car shot. Hold up, yeah, cap on. And I got racks on. And I produce that diesel, I can put Shaq on Nigga, hey. your bitch gon' leave you, you ain't got backbone you ain't got, hold up. I don't rely on people, I just go on bread chase Whoa, this so fucking dope, I might catch a fed case Whoa, you ain't getting money, nigga, then you dead weight Gotta let that ride out a little bit, man I'm sorry for this long-ass intro, but man This is your boy Watts, man Coming to you live and direct from the locker room Phantom, man Got my dolls here, man And hey, we missing one of the hosts But we still gonna rock this thing out, man, too, man Holla at the folk We'll do, we'll do, like he said, welcome to the locker room banter. With ladies, stay welcome. But anyway, like he said, he's the only one in the studio, so we kind of doing our call-in thing. Y'all don't mind. As long as y'all get a dose, that's all that matters. I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia as well, but just on the south side. Um, but hey, it's me. Um, we got my boy Dallas, one of our you know original guests. You know what I'm saying? He always brings good content, good conversation, good vibes, and he's just naturally good people. So I'll let him give you a shout. Then we're going to run down these social medias. Dizzle, talk to him. <laughs> it's your boy, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Got him. Uh, this your boy, Dallas, man, a.k.a. Cap D. Uh, open Bar Radio coming soon, man, July 1st. Orlando, get ready. What's up, fellas? Yeah, man. Yeah, man, man. We appreciate you for jumping on the line, dog. You know, we, sometimes life's happen, so sometimes we got to improvise. So, you know, things just going on. Going as it is, man, we know we missed a lot over the past couple of weeks, so we're going to try to go ahead and touch on a couple of different things. I mean, I mean, we have a lot of music that's dropped. Dallas uh, Dallas over there, you know, they're getting ready to prepare for a uh, for a grand opening, what you want to say, on July 3rd or July, July 2nd? 1st. July 1st? Well, it's actually uh, the 30th of June, mm-hmm. but um, we either, we either going to let it uh, slip out on the 30th or we're going to uh, let it ride out on the 1st. Uh, July and just uh, just get this uh, this this summer popping, man. Yeah, man. He kind of mentioned it a little bit in his intro. Um, in case you guys don't know, we are originally from Orlando, Florida, man. So we always supporting all the businesses in Orlando, and especially all the homies down in Orlando, man. So Dallas, along along with the homie Risk It All Run, Risk It All Run, excuse me, DJ Yoshi and Chrissy. I don't even know how you say Chrissy last name. How you say her last name? Well, it's Dennis, but she go by Chrissy Diva. Chris Diva. You know, they're gonna be gotta um, have that one diva. Yeah, they gotta have that one diva. They're gonna be uh, starting the open bar radio show uh, down in the Orlando area for not even just for the you people that are in the Orlando area, but for everybody, man. Open bar radio is gonna be something new, something different for the culture, man. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Uh, you want to give a little bit more details behind the op- open bar radio, bro? I mean, we just got uh, four different personalities, man. Uh, Music has, you know, uh, what's going on in the city. We wanna, we wanna make a make Orlando great again, man. So we are gonna make sure we keep uh, everybody informed of what's going on in the city, uh, the nightlife for everybody that say, you know, it ain't shit to do in the O. You know, the O is too expensive. Like we, man, we got all kind of events with uh, this ain't that CC, uh, everything, man. Like we just wanna keep everybody informed. 
make sure everybody support um all the local artists um make sure everybody buy black uh mm-hmm. you know when black act right you know you gotta act support right. everything black yeah that so part. you know we man we just we just trying to bring that flavor man that that swag well i don't know if we say swag no more but uh, <laughs> I, what is it sauce now i don't know this young folk lingo outside or whatever but you know we're trying to bring that that heat back to orlando so, uh, yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome, man. So, have y'all announced where y'all can find it yet, or what they gonna be looking out for? That it's gonna be like an iTunes app, a SoundCloud thing, or it's, Shit, gonna, be it's gonna be it's gonna be all that, man. We we'll go Facebook Live. Uh, we are gonna have the podcast links. Um, you gonna get to see our faces, man. I just gotta make sure I have an edge. <laughs> um, you know, we you can follow us on Facebook at uh, the Open Bar Radio uh, Show, and you can also follow us on IG at uh, Open Bar Radio Show. Yeah, man, so be on the lookout for that, man. Be on the lookout for that. So, like we said, Dallas is our music kind of sore. And, uh, you know, it's been a while, man, but we had a lot of music that dropped. And you know, I don't know if you guys necessarily know, Dallas used to be a host of a, po- a podcast himself before he went over to this radio show. But Dallas is going to give us an insight of a lot of music that just dropped. Um, the intro we also just played was J-Rock. I know I've been rocking with the J-Rock album really hard for the whole month. Um, Hell but, yeah. Hey, man. A lot of people, a lot of a, a lot of music dropped from the Good Music family. Uh, Kanye West um, and Kid mm-hmm. Cudi dropped their second album. Last time we talked on the podcast, we had listened to Kanye's um, album, and me and two both gave it a thumbs down, with the exception of that one song. What was that? What was the name <laughs> exactly. of that one song? What was the name of the song too? Um, damn, I forgot. It was the second <laughs> song on there. It wasn't that? Um, I hate you. I hate myself. That started off. It was. I forgot what it was called. I have to go to the actual. But. Apple thing, but uh, yeah. since then the good music, I'll find it for you. the good music camp also dropped Nas Sears album as well as Kid Cudi and uh, mm-hmm. Kanye's album. Uh, what is it? The Kid See Ghost. Kid See Ghost. Kid See Ghost. Okay, yeah, and then uh, also <laughs> Sunday morning Tiana <laughs> Tiana Taylor album. <laughs> but even though technically speaking, I guess I don't know when the hell that shit dropped. That shit was supposed to drop on Friday, didn't drop to like Saturday morning or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, niggas got a uh, uh, problem with commitment. Yeah, man. That was called Yikes on the Yay album that we were talking about. But yeah, yeah, like you said, that Tiana, my fault to cut you, uh, Dallas, on that no, one. No, you good. That Tiana Taylor, um, yeah, that was caught, it caught everyone off guard because, you know, everything else kind of dropped on time with the exception of Nas, but, you know, they made the joke about him being old and not knowing <laughs> how to upload his own damn album. <laughs> uh, Tiana's album, um, I mean, I'm going to let y'all speak on it first, and then I'll go. I'll go there. But like you said, it did drop later than anticipated, so I guess it missed the quote-unquote deadline. According to her, she don't do deadlines anyways or due dates, so that was part of the plan, but I doubt that was part of the plan. Well, we'll get into the specifics about the album in a set, but I kind of want to just make a little comment about the Tiana album because I left, was leaving work my second job at like 11. I didn't get home until 11. I was like, oh, your Tiana album was supposed to drop. Let me go look it up and see what, see what it's talking about. So, 11 o'clock at night, I'm on iTunes. I went over the title, didn't see it on iTunes, didn't see it over on title. And then I was like, damn, I wonder if Tiana feels some type of way. Because later, earlier that day, there was reports that Kim Kardashian tweeted out that Kanye was uh, working on the album on the plane, flying back over from Europe and stuff. And I'm like, and to myself, I'm thinking, do y'all think Tiana Taylor type of feels some type of way about this? Like, she keep, she, it seems like she keep me pushed to the back burner. <laughs> It's the day of the album release, and she trying to, yeah. and he's still working on the album on the plane. It just yeah. seemed like, I don't know, man. It just seemed out of out of whack, though. But that's well, what I mean, they've been that? they've been doing that with like all the releases. Like, 
the album uh, the album will be done, but like all the mixing and all that extra shit that they want to do before they actually like put it out there for people to download. They always been late with that, so yeah. I kind of I kind of knew it was coming. Um, she knew her album was coming. It wasn't like they was like, yo, like it's coming like three days later or something like that. Like they wanted to make sure it was right, man. And to as far as the um the title um keep that same energy, man. And if you know about yeah. Tiana's situation, man, then you know that 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 album was pretty strong, man. Like I like the project. I know everybody everybody ain't feeling the seven track project, but mm-hmm. you know we this a new this a new age and listeners, so you got to deal with attention spans, man. Like, That's true. So you you know, it, I mean, to to each his own, but like you know, I'm, I'm digging it, man. It's it'll be a lit well, ass tour. Yeah. Well, honestly, about, I mean, you talking about like the good music tracks, tour, isn't it? You say what now? You talking about like the good music tour? Oh, my fault. Go ahead. You say it'll be a lit tour, like the good music tour. Or are you saying like an yeah, individual man, tour? Yeah, like it'll be a lit ass tour. Like everybody, everybody got their seven songs. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like if they can get Nas to jump on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll run with that, man. That that whole tour would be like an hour tops, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, go ahead, Tush. your thoughts. Yeah, I was going to say, well, first off, I mean, her album, is, unless I'm looking at this wrong, is eight tracks versus the Yeah, seven, it was eight. Like, it was eight. Why yeah. is hers eight, everyone else seven? But okay, that's neither here nor there. Um, I did listen to it myself. I thought it was actually pretty dope. It was soulful. Um, I'm not, I was never following Tiana Taylor, so I don't really know her you know, catalog to say what it compares to. Is it better? Is it more her speed? But to go into what Dallas was just saying as far as the um, the projects being finished last minute and, well, being done first. Pusha said it first. Hey, my album's been done. I've been had this thing done. But Kanye last minute decided he wanted to, you know, mix it up, chop it up, do this, and he revamped everybody's album, himself mm-hmm. included. He even, you know, scratched his whole album and revamped his whole album entirely just to fit the mood for that, you know, release. When he had so much other stuff going on that was going to come out. So I think that was the whole issue. They, all their albums have been ready to drop on those dates. I'm pretty sure that's why they gave those dates. But Kanye went through one of his little Wyoming uh, mood swings and was like, I want to do everybody's over, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ye, if you know anything about Ye, when he gets a hold of your track, you know, he doesn't just, you know, put a rap on it, a hum on it. He completely remodels the whole song. And that's not always a good thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think that's what was going on with hers. And, again, hers being the last, right, of the camp. That was supposed mm-hmm. to drop at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. just got you know. I guess we'll say sit it on. I still like like Watts said. I think it was a good project. You know, we just expected it a little earlier, but shit happens. You know. Um, speaking of, I know you said that you don't really ain't really familiar as far as with her work. Uh, that album Seven Seven was a dope album. I really like that album. I can't remember the yeah. name of the mixtape, but in comparison, it was like the nineties. Uh, called the 90s something it might have been the 90s i don't know i got to look it up yeah but like it was a whole 90s vibe in comparison to the in comparison to that seven and that mixtape nah I, I ain't really rocking with it like that it's a dope album it's cool but to what well, you got to what you guys are saying as far as you know it all it all being seven albums seven songs and it all being put together last minute i don't like that i don't like this trend i don't like this trend i think the only reason why this trend the only one that this trend actually worked for is the Kid and Cuddy Pusha. album. Oh, I was going to say, say Pusha. Is the Kid and Cuddy album. I mean, I work for Pusha too, but it really wasn't no concept. I like concept behind my albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, with well, I agree. I mean, I want me to cut you, but like the biggest thing that made these albums not as whack, I mean, two points. Dallas made one, which is uh, attention span. We all know our attention span has got cut in half, if not more. Two would be some things that we love about albums, myself, are those skits. Those skits, those, you know, 
in between songs, the jokes, interludes. the interludes, whatever it is. Like when you think of the Carter One, you think about you know walking into the Carter. You know when you think about so many different projects, you think about those skits and those little things. The uh, Ko whatever uh, the Kendrick album, that first one. I think about all those skits before I think about all the tracks, mm-hmm. and that's what makes the album fun to me. Throwing seven tracks and saying boom, just take that. Like what I said, I don't know if I'm feeling that. You know what I'm saying? We're forced to deal with it, and I think it's going to be a new trend starting now. But I still think that doesn't really do it for me. You know what I'm saying? It kind of takes the whole appreciation out of it. I got a rebuttal for that one coming soon. But, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) nah, man, I I don't, like, I get what you're saying as far as with the skits, but the skits ain't even the the biggest point to me, to be honest with you. Like, I don't... I don't really care about the skits. If it's something that's kind of like a theme throughout the song or something where you're going from one place to another, then that's that's cool. But like even Black Album, Black Album didn't even have no skits, but it just was a theme that was throughout the album. It was a concept throughout the album. And Juvenile, shit, back that ass up minus the skits. It took you from one place and brought you up to, it brought you from one place from 400 degrees. It took you from one place and then brought you down to one place and brought you back up to another place. It's all about a direction. I don't feel like there was any direction on any of these albums, with the exception of maybe that, maybe that Pusha album with Kid Cudi. Though he has so many different like weird vibes that you don't really need a concept because it all kind of blends in together with his sound. So that's why I think it worked for that. Um, for the Tiana joint though, I think that she didn't really get to showcase what she wanted to showcase on this album, and I think that the fact that it being that is rushed yeah. last minute. It took away from that, and I, I don't I don't know what's the logic behind that or anything. Dallas, if you got some insight on that, you want to share? Well, I don't think it was necessarily rushed because the tracks, like, you got to understand that the tracks were already recorded, you know, mm. more more than eight tracks, more than ten tracks. You just got to chop whatever you made down to, to make that album. The, mm-hmm. the thing with this album is that it's uh, her most intimate because she's talking about her relationship with a man, mm-hmm. um, her child, and like how she's been uh, doubted um, throughout her whole career. Uh, her starting at, at 16. Uh, y'all remember her from uh, that, that Sweet 16? Uh, yep. You know, she was signed with Pharrell at the time. Um, she, she, when you're that young and you got, you can do so many things, you can sing, you can dance, you can rap, you can act, you know, you, they don't necessarily know where to put you immediately. They just know that they want to sign your ass. That's mm-hmm. what Pharrell did. You know what I'm saying? Um, her being on Def Jam, you know, you behind a lot of people that got projects coming out and it's like, well, we don't know if we want this or we don't know if we want that or, you know, we don't know if we want you. <clears throat> and they, um. They what they I think they was about to kick her off the label and then Kanye mm-hmm. was like nah like I got her that's true so he you know he took her and he was like hey you know when the time is right you know when the when the momentum is swinging our way um when we put something out is we gonna make sure we get the tracks that stick out the most the thing I like about the seven tracks is that they um I forgot what interview it was but they was like you know everybody had um it was a push T interview. Uh-huh. Was saying like everybody had like uh, at least like twenty tracks, and Kanye was like, "Hey man, just pick the yeah. pick the strongest uh pick the strongest eight or nine or ten or something like that." And then Kanye trimmed those, mm-hmm. so he was just like, um, and I think Pusha T was saying something like, "Man, you know, an album can't be uh, a good out al- a classic album can't be seven songs." And then Kanye yeah. was like, "You know, why not?" A typical Kanye response. Of course, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> why not? A classic album can be one song. I thank <laughs> God. So, it. you know, yeah. um, I I like it. The things that she was talking about, you know what I'm saying? It, it was just, 
it was pure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I wanted to go on for, you know, for forever, but as far as like this, this, this moment, you know, I'm, I'm digging it. I ain't gonna bash it. I'm like y'all. I want more music too. Um, but you know what? This, this trend that they got going, like if, if that's their lane, it's something different. Give me seven songs. It's easy to spend seven songs because you know people ain't going to the store and buying albums. They, they just streaming the record. Streams count. Mm-hmm. Streams can add up to sales. You know what I'm saying? So it, you, you spending the album. Uh, with seven, eight songs, you know, more than you spend in the album with uh, 12 to 15 to 20 songs. You That's know what true. I'm saying? It's, they they want to get their sales too. So I think a lot playing a lot playing to it all. You know, as, as bad as Kanye's been, you know, talking whatever's on his mind, like he's at, you know, number one and number two spot with the, you know, with the album and shit because, you know, people going to stream it. So, I, I you know, I, I dig what they're doing from a business perspective and they making sure that I get the tracks, uh, only speaking for myself, you know what I'm saying? I can't speak for everybody else, making sure that <laughs> I get the tracks that, um, you know, I, I enjoy. I like this. I like this, like, like this was made specifically for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure Dallas like this shit. Like, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I think they did good on that end, man. Like, I try not to put too much of hype beast to shit, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes I refrain from putting my, my, uh, my comments on Facebook because I don't want to come off as a, a hype beast, you know, or something like that. But sometimes I just be like, fuck it. But I like I like what they're doing. So. All right. So to keep it going with that conversation as far as with these seven themes and, you know, that like you you like it being the seven seven tracks and not overloading. But do you feel like that they still are overloading by dropping the albums back to back to back like that? Nah. Nah, because they don't they the only ones doing it. But I mean, that's uh, a, that's still a lot of music because that's taken away from. Yeah. Like we gonna we gonna get we gonna get to that in one second about what the next mm-hmm. one is, but. Gotcha. Because Pusha Pusha had two that. weeks, then Nas get one week, then Cuddy get one week, and then Tiana get one week. Even though Nas, Nas really, even though Nas week, didn't yeah. get one week, but we gonna get into that <laughs> yeah, in one second. Get, okay. But. But let me answer that question. What you said as far as you know, I'll be getting too much out the camp. Mm-hmm. I would say no because one thing about good music that's different than other camps like MMG and, you know, maybe even Cash Money, if you want to count them, is that it's so many flavors over there. So many That's flavors. True. You know, you get, so, you know, you, you look forward to it. No matter what, you're going to anticipate a Sean album, a Chains album, a Yay album, of course, all different flavors. So you're not stuck with a whole bunch of the same thing. Like when Cash Money used to drop, they, you know, people, you knew when you got Juvie, you was getting a Juvie with Wayne and them going to be on it. When you got Wayne, you got Wayne with the Hot Boys on it. So they were all in there. I would have preferred that method personally. <laughs> I agree, but, you know, but again, you know, it, you're not getting the same taste out of this whole camp. They could have gave me the cruel. They could have gave me that. Uh, what is it? The cruel summer album that they've been. Uh, a cruel winter album that they've been anticipating for like for forever, dog. I was gonna hey, do, man, I could have took that. It's probably still gonna come. It's probably still gonna come. They working on Sahai. I was about to say Sahai's right? supposed to have his seven coming out next uh, yeah. in the next couple of weeks, man. <laughs> um, seven. Give me seven solid tracks. Seven, you know, seven good tracks. I can, I can roll with that, man. I All can't. right. So let's go ahead and run down the, uh, run down how y'all rank them. Thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, ten, one through ten, however y'all want to rank them. Uh, Nas was the last. No, actually, Cuddy and uh, Cuddy and uh, Kanye and Cuddy album. What would you rank that one? A thumbs up, thumbs down, five, one through five, whatever y'all want to rank it, whatever. Uh, out of out of five, I give it like one through ten. Uh, you can do one through ten. Okay. Out of ten, I probably give it like a like a six or something like that, like a six point seven maybe, mm-hmm. and that's more so based off production mm-hmm. uh, versus content. Even though Ye was spitting a whole lot better than he was on his album, um, 
uh, on this album. So, you know, I, I give it like a 6.7. Okay. You know. Two? Okay, well, I can't, I can't because I didn't listen to that one. That's the one album out of the whole thing I didn't get on, which was the Kissy Ghost. So I have no idea. I'm not a it's Cuddy. It's only seven tracks, but. Right, it's only seven I tracks. Know, it's, only a, it's only a car ride to work. <laughs> I give the I give the cut the kid Cuddy on um I probably I kinda like that one. I don't know why. I'm not a Cuddy fan, but it gave me a different type of vibe. So I give that one about a six point five seven. So I like that one. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. Um next one that came out, we already did uh Pusha and um the Ye one. So next one that came out after that was Nasir album, um, which is a dope album. Mm-hmm. But his uh light got so, shine, outshined. So <laughs> <laughs> Two since hey, did you listen to that one? <laughs> hey, um, I I like the album, man. Like I I, I get at I get at a uh, like an eight point nine, maybe mm-hmm. a nine. I, I that's high with me. Mm-hmm. I I can I can I can vibe with that. I understand it. I get what he's saying. You know, as long as shit is going on, and as long as uh it's it's a bunch of motherfuckers out here that's like blind to the facts. Um, it we gonna need motherfuckers like Nas, bro. Yeah, like to spit that real to remind these people, like you know, it ain't it ain't all equal. You know, we still getting messed up. Like I'm jamming to like my mom heard the uh the one hook uh cop shot the kid. Mm-hmm. Like is he saying the cop shot like shit like that, man? Cause my mama she ain't no hip hop head, but she was like, is he saying the cop shot the kid? Like, yeah, that shit yeah. go hard. That's all. Yeah, yeah, man. It's she, real hard, yeah. And I had to break that down to her, you know, the, the premises. But, like, you can still jam to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, on some uptown mm-hmm. shit, cop shot. Like, I, I, I like the album, man. Yeah. I like the album. I give it a high, a high eight or a nine. All right, two. I would say, I mean, you hit it on the head. I was going to say high eight or nine. I say nine, and I want to give it a ten, actually. The reason why I don't give it a ten is because outside the vibe of the cop shot the kid, you know, there's nothing, um, as Watts would say, um, hit worthy. Like, okay, that's a hit. That's club circulating. That did give you a vibe, but it, it, was, it wasn't necessarily like, okay, that's a banger. You know what I'm saying? I don't think none of the albums had a banger on there, honestly. I'm going to so, tell y'all about expecting that's these Yana, hits, That's Yana, That's album had a banger on there. I can't remember the name of it. I think the one with Ty, did he, it was, dude, he had Ty Dolla Sign on that bitch. Who? Yay. Tiana Taylor had one bang oh, on that bitch. I yeah, can't yeah, think of what it was. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> shit was hard. Ty, like, Ty is low-key good music. Ty, bro, Ty is just that, that nigga, dog. Except good. for that one song he that he was, was singing too. without the auto-tune. <laughs> yeah, everything he touched, I ain't gonna lie. He, can't, he really can't do wrong to me. We'll get to Ty in a second. But um, to finish the question as far as that, I say a nine um, because, it, like you said, I actually listened to that thing in rotation. It just kept playing like two, three times. I got through an actual workout with it. You know what I'm saying? So it was able to intrigue me, catch me. It actually, I ain't going to say choked me up, but it did bring me to a place. I'll let you know one line where he spoke about the immunizations on children. A lot of people wouldn't have caught that, but because I have a child who's recently been through most of his immunization shots, what he said was so deep, which was along the line of, you know, I can't talk, I can't use my words, but, you know, you let these people put this stuff in my brain, you know what I'm saying, These whatever that goes on all these kids, and you can, you, you're supposed to be protecting me, but you're letting them do this. That kind of like made me, you know, cringe a little bit because I do view immunization shots like that. So that's just on a deeper level. But yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I like the Nas. I give it maybe a. <laughs> I give we it an eight. Seven point five yeah. eight. Seven point yeah. five eight. I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm a Nas fan. I have too much. Simon us. 
A 7.5, eight. I got too much expectation for Nas, and to me it sounds like Nas really wasn't working with Kanye on this album. It sounds like Nas gave some dope-ass verses and Kanye just created around the content that he had. That's why I'm giving it that low of a score. So, But 7.58, it's a dope album. Like you said, the content, the the realness behind it and everything was what, more so what I appreciated, more so than everything, anything, but I just didn't seem like the production value was where I would want it to be. Or either just it just seemed like Nas's flow just wasn't right to me. So that's why I'm giving it what it on that on that front. I can see that. There's, there was a little distraction with Ye Beats to his flow. It was almost like too much. You know, when you listen to a lyricist, production isn't the biggest thing. So therefore you really want to hear what they say. But when you hear Ye Beat, you kinda get caught in the beat and almost forget to listen to what the nigga's saying too. So it go like back and forth, but I, w- I found a way to do both. That's probably why I listened to it three times, as you should anyway. Listen to it at least two or three times. What? You listened to, to it three it. times? <laughs> I did. I, I played, I, it was only 20, 21 songs that felt like 777. <laughs> I got through a whole workout. I just put it in a loop and listened to it like three times. Yeah. So I did, though. <laughs> All right, and then uh, keeping it with the good music family, we're going to go ahead and uh, Tiana Taylor's album, too. You said you didn't, you didn't really listen to it, did you? No, I did. I did. Okay. I'll start because uh, I don't have much to say, so I'll start that one. I like it. Um, I know Dante, shout out to Dante, avid listener. He said it was the best one to come out the entire camp. Um, I think it was a dope album, and it caught me off guard. But again, to me, this is uh, a new taste for me because I never listened to her before. Outside of her feature on um, the Freddie vs. Jason with Jadis and um, my boy and on um, Fab, I didn't really know any of Tiana's music. But um, ultimately, I think it was cool. It had a soulful go to it. She does sing well. Her content was good. Like you said, she has so much to talk about because so much has changed since her last album. Husband, child, you know, you know, not say beef, but dra- a little bit of drama issues and whatnot. Then she touched up on the fact that her album being late and one of those little, like not shot back records, but kind of clarification records. Um, I thought it was tough. So to give it a rating, um, since I gave Nas a nine, I can't put her that close. I'm going to mm-hmm. say 7.5. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I only I only give it like a seven point five or seven point seven, is because um, I like <laughs> seven point seven. <laughs> yeah, um, I like seven. I like the I like the album seven uh, more because it was just it was more aggressive uh, as far as uh, the R and B went. The the tone for you know keep the same energy. It was a it was a personal it was a personal album. Um, here are my trials and tribulations. Uh, here's what I had to go through, but um, you know, y'all, Def Jam, they tried to uh, the to knock me down, but don't worry about me when you know when when Kanye uh, produced my album. Just make sure you keep that same energy. So it, I, I love it. Well, yeah, I I love it, but I I love Seven more because that was just a. That was just some raw ass R and B to me, man. And it's like, for I, that reason I'm going with a, a six, bro. So I feel you, but I, that's for that reason I'm going for it. I, yeah, I ain't mad. I ain't mad. It's not a bad. It's not a bad album, man. I just love Seven that much more. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that, man. I definitely agree with you on that. I can't remember what song it was with Ty Dolla Sign, but that joint go hard on that album. Oh, 
Man, all Ty Dolla Sign songs. That is true. Hard. There's one song that Ty Dolla Sign put out where he didn't use the auto tune, and oh my God, that nigga sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> then I, bro, I believe it. He don't need no auto tune. I gotta send it. Add to it. Just I gotta send one. that shit to y'all because that nigga sounded terrible in that song that did not sound. Then he didn't have auto tune. That shit was horrible. Um. All right, all right, all right. So as we kind of spoke about a little bit, uh, Nas's run, Nas's day of his run, kind of got eclipsed by an album that pretty much was being anticipated for, I guess, maybe like six months now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Carter family, Beyonce Knowles and um, Beyonce Knowles Carter and Jay Z Hove um, dropped a joint collab album, announcing themselves as the Carters. Doing a one up on the good music camp by dropping what was it, seven or nine song, song album? Nine. I yes, nine, yeah. Nine tracks. Nine. The extra track, you only get the extra track on. Uh, yeah, on title. On title. On title. Yeah. On title. Last, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that name of that album was Everything is Love. Basically, where they basically just put everything out on the table for everybody to see and let y'all know that uh, this thing called marriage is not. Something that you take likely, like-hearted, and it is not easy. So, uh, what's y'all thoughts on that, man? You want to go first, um, first two? Yeah, look, I go because I only gave one run actually, and it was out of order. So, I can't, I can't say anything as far as a flow and was it a good project? Because again, I listened to it out of order and random. You know, really, you got to get it one good run through and just see how it feels. But every song I heard was fun. I ain't gonna lie, like, was cool. It was really cool. Like, it didn't really feel like. What I thought it was gonna feel like, which was a uh, Beyonce featuring Jay Z. Now it kind of did. I mean, I like it. Kind of did feel like a Beyonce featuring Jay Z because he, you know, he ain't gonna give you that much. But some of the back and forth they did did make it feel like you know an actual collaboration album. Me, I don't know. I still don't know yet if I like the Migo flow thing with the whole you know. Hey. Uh, hey. I don't even, I know. I know you. I know you. I was about to say, bro. Beyonce the I fifth Migo. How I view Beyonce having Amigos on there and doing their flow, I feel like she's saying, okay, this is, you know, the, the next wave of music. Like, it's pretty much, you know, the blessing. Kind of how Jay-Z took auto-tune from T-Pain. This is her saying, this is the next, you know, level of music. And they have the power to do that. It's like, damn, they're only them. When, when you Snoop does a damn ego flow, you like, stop trying to be like the Junk Cats. When, when Beyonce does it, it's like, oh, Beyonce embraced it. Now the Migo flow is accepted worldwide. Like, fucking Lisa. You know, but um, rating, since we're, I'm going to give my rating, <sighs> damn. Um, I'm going to say eight because I got to respect it. I mean, I, there was nothing about it I didn't like except that. I don't know if I'm ready to accept the, the Migos taking over thing yet, hey. even though they have already. They got the cosign. Right. They got the cosign. It's a wrap now, that's son. That's what that was. That, that's what I was looking <laughs> for right there. They got the cosign and the, um, you know, the backing yeah, man. of the industry via Carters. Yeah, man. Di. Man, I, uh, you know, I, I, I shot it kind of low only because, man, like they. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. He sounded like a parent that's so disappointed. <laughs> give us the review. Give us a review then, and then I guess that'll help you with the rating number you want to give. Yeah, give okay. your thoughts about yeah, it I first. Mean, I mean, it's deeper than that with me because I feel like they made the album to cater to um, to cater to the tour. Uh, mm. Have you ever seen a crowd go ape shit? Now, when they do these concerts, they want to, they want the crowd to mm-hmm. legit go ape shit. They want everybody to be in the crowd. Like, hands up. <laughs> 
not not with their phones up. You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah, they're doing yeah. this concert because they need money. I mean, if anybody needs money, it's the stage crew, it's the dancers, it's, it's the uh, costumes. It's to put people on, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't Beyonce and Jay-Z. We know that. So it's like, yo, like, I, I, I'm thinking they making this from an artist perspective. Like, they want to go out there mm-hmm. and they want to they wanna feel the art. They want to feel that, that response. Like, I don't know if y'all remember that one video that DMX did when he was at Woodstock, when all, like, it was a million people yes. in the crowd. I do remember all that crowd. All of them crap. was doing ham, bro. That's a crowd. Have you ever seen the crowd go ape shit? Yeah, nigga for mm-hmm. uh, for DMX. They went super ape shit. That super ape from uh, Dragon Ball Z. They went super same ape shit on, on that nigga. Like mm-hmm. that's why I feel like they made this album. So I feel like if you go to a Jay Z Beyonce concert and the crowd is not responding to what the song is talking about, then I feel like it's a failure. And that's gonna be that's gonna be up to the people. Like, are y'all listening to the song? Are y'all are y'all trying to understand what they're trying to convey in the message? Y'all might just be like, yo, that's just a, a record song that they can perform. Like, it, it is, but y'all, they want y'all to react off of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Jay-Z was, like, saying some shit like, you know, I don't need the NFL. I don't need y'all. Y'all need me. You know, we can we can rock stadiums, too. Like, that's, when he says that, like, he gonna, I bet you, I bet on any kind of money, I bet he say that shit loud, and I bet he want the whole stadium to go, like, Raw, like to to me, mm-hmm. this is a this is a concert album. I can't I can't see it no I can't see it nowhere else other than other than it being a concert album. Hold this. My favorite track is uh, Black Effect. Um, now put your hands up high like a false arrest, nigga. That's the hardest mm-hmm. shit I ever heard in my life. Is when somebody <laughs> say, yeah, put your hands in the air, wave them like you just don't mm-hmm. care. Put your hands up high like yeah. a false arrest, nigga. When y'all let that concert, put your hands up high. Mm-hmm. I know I know plus two gonna be front row. <laughs> uh, in spirit, Beyonce, but yeah. Beyonce. Um, I'm like that dread dude from the concert. Oh, that was that in the boo? When you sing that booed up? <laughs> but no, nah, that's what that's what I feel like the album is. I feel like it's a it's it's more of a concert album than me sitting back and uh, digesting it, uh, a, a digesting album or you know a, a a contemplating album or something like that. This is like a oh okay they they want this concert to be lit. So they made a soundtrack for a concert uh, as an album. I do like the theme, um, the, you know, the Carters, We Are Family. Ain't nobody doing that. Like, you know, ain't no husband and wife out here killing the music game like that together, you know, on one record. Like, who? what's the split? Is it 50-50? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that that's that's dope as hell, man. I like the concept, uh, but I'm I'm still going to give it like a, like a 7.5. And that ain't no... Um, that ain't no diss. It's just it's just what I feel like the album is meant for, uh, versus what the album is um, to other people. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you 100 percent as far as it being a concept album and it being a uh, album that was basically catered to the the tour that they're on right now, the on the run tour tour that they're on right now. I definitely agree with you 100 percent. But I do think that there is also a deeper uh, a, a deeper meaning because these songs, like you said have a theme. It has a concept of connecting the family and we are family. We're gonna show show you uh you know yeah. the our heart the downtimes that we went through and you know what we did in order to get it back and shit. Jay Z said he moved the entire mm-hmm. family to the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he ain't leaving his he ain't leaving it's it. like a transparency album. Yeah, yeah like it was very it was and inside on what they got going on. And it was but very, we know but we know that already. Though. We know that but do we know that through their music? We don't but I don't yeah. that, like okay point. so I'm I'm gonna say point. this. Like me 
I don't care to be in their business like that. Y'all <laughs> married, that's good. Other people want to know, like, damn, like, did they really fucking, like, did they really smash to get the, the dog? Like, they really want to be in their business. Like, are they really married? Like, yeah, man, they married. Like, I don't, I don't care. I mean, I don't, I don't care about care that. About I don't life. care about that. I don't care about that. But I'm just saying, they at least they're reflecting, like, the downtimes and the good times of being married. I'm not saying to care about, like, expose yourself and tell me all your deep, dark secrets. Because I, but the only deep, dark secret I do want to know is, is Beyonce smashing LeBron? That's the only secret I want to know. Outside of that, but outside of that though, hey, <laughs> that's what hey, that's what the stepdaddy said. The stepdaddy said, "Hey, he he put it out, tell all book." Nah, <laughs> but nah, he just want money, man. Of course, you gotta put the big dogs. In the book. <laughs> if I'm putting out a tell-all book, it's gonna be watching that motherfucker and uh, I'm telling everybody. I'm pleading the fifth because yeah. I, I ain't did shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nah, everybody know Anwar line. I'm getting my bread. I bet it's gonna sell though. It ain't gonna have shit in it, but I bet it's gonna sell. No, but they are rappers buying it. But okay. but nah, but um, <laughs> but nah, man. I I actually like the kind of, like them just opening up a little bit. I mean, they didn't have to go too too much in detail, but it, they they put everything out there on the table and kind of gave like a blueprint for people to kind of work through. I'm with Anwar. I give it about an eight, um, as well because of concept. It did have a concept, and that's kind of the main thing I really like about albums in particular. The song Ape Shit is probably the least one I like on the album, um, but I, and I think that's probably just because, like what you is said. because Migos? Not necessarily because Migos, but because <laughs> what Dallas said. Oh, no. Dallas said that it's basically just something that they want to get a crowd reaction to. So that's why we're going to put the Migos flow on here so it could just get something to get the crowd hype. And yeah, so uh, they used them, in other words. Yeah. I mean, they didn't. They used them shit. shit. They got I a chance. They right? used me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <about that>? Shit. <laughs> and Beyonce did sound better than the Migos when, they, when she rapped that record, though. Because that, that <laughs> reference track was trash. I agree with that. That reference track was trash. Bobbing their head to Beyonce. I agree. I told you, brother, fifth Migo, bro. Cardi B the fourth, and Beyonce officially the fifth Migo, dog. That's that's my that's my outlook on it, man. So I give it an eight, though, man. But uh, do y'all take any? Uh, I guess like y'all share any thoughts as far as people saying that this is Jay Z taking a shot at good music and Kanye by releasing it, and Nas and by releasing it a day after Nas album came out, not even twenty four hours. Mm, yeah, I think I think it's a light one, um, only because in the track he obviously did, you know, take a not a shot. I hate to say that because I don't think Jay Z's a shot taker. He just says what he says, but he, oh, he did took make a couple his whole shots point about Ye. Yeah, he did make his whole point about Ye. Like I ain't showing up to nobody's nothing or anybody's anything. Whatever he said, you know, I got I'll let the I'll stay home if my house burned down. I'm gonna stay home because I you know fix what I got going here first. So it kind of let you know that. I ain't got time to come to other shit when I still got to work some shit out here at home. You talking about why I didn't show it here, why we didn't show it there. We got shit we got to focus on over here. But as far as the, uh, I don't know about the overshadowing, the whole, you know, the nods and all of that. I think it was just, they probably had already planned on dropping that shit. I mean, mean, bro, listen to. It's like, you know what, yeah, shut up, here. They're going to just take this anyway. You know, you're trying to hold, you're trying to have everyone's attention. You're trying to build the suspense of all these albums. Let me just shit on all of that. So I guess in a sense, yeah, he did like shit on the whole camp. But that's just collateral damage everybody else. Well, the owner, I'm going to tell you like this because I got a lot of friends that's in the Beehive. So like <laughs> they knew the album was coming. Yeah, but they knew it was coming. The, the tour got announced and they was at the they went to the concert last year. So they know they're not about to go to a concert where Beyonce and Jay-Z about to sing some shit that they already heard before. So they knew the album was coming when they did... Uh, they did. They didn't know that, but like I had a, I had a few friends that was like every night. They was like, all right, midnight is about to happen. Shit didn't happen next night. All right, midnight is about to, like they knew the shit was coming, and you know they. I mean, you, you just know. 
You yeah, know? the B.I. Yeah. And I kind of said it a couple times on, the, on it. I mean, I thought it would have happened before the tour started, right before the tour started, whatever. Um, my girl, she said that it was going to happen when, right when they came over to America. But, you know, the anticipation was out there. So we knew the album was going to come. We just didn't know when. But I do find it a little disrespectful. Damn, Nas just dropped his. I thought y'all and Nas got cool. And uh, he just popped that out there. But uh, he did. I mean, let's not be naive now. Niggas are still out here getting spins, though, bro. I mean, yeah, niggas will still get spins. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 no doubt. That's no doubt. But it did still a little bit of Nas. It did still a lot of Nas's butt. For like, for like 10 minutes, them lights went out at good music. Like, damn, you <laughs> pay the bill. <laughs> you know, um, so like because, the storm right now. Because Pusha album, the only one that got his due diligence. Yeah. Because of the whole disc, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So if you look at everything that Pusha did, that whole album just kept getting played and played and played and played because you just kept wanting to hear infrared, infrared versus Duffy versus such and such. But um, of course, Jay got burned too. But Pusha got the most love out of his out of the whole camp. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's his, true. His flame, his flame dying out though. Who? Push. Oh, uh, push it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, charts, it's definitely dying out, right? It's definitely dying out. Look at the charts. That shit dropped, bro. It's definitely dying out. It's definitely dying out. But Push ain't never really been one of the, you know, top people where everybody out here looking for him. You kind of have to be a follower of Push in order to know about Push like that. That's right. true. That's he stole true. he stole Drake like one good time, and mm-hmm. then like that's that was it. <laughs> hey, but hey, 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 he got him. He yeah, got him. Oh, he, he was a, yeah, he stumbled. <laughs> but um, a little bit. let's go ahead and uh wrap up the music. With well, we're not gonna wrap it up per se, but we're just gonna go ahead and wrap up the albums that came out. And J Rock, if y'all heard, I know I, I, I'm championing J Rock album. I got that as album of the month. I got that bit at a nine rating. I'm just putting that out there right now. The whole album go hard in my opinion. And um, I always thought J Rock was one of the most underrated people in the rap game. And a lot of people don't even look at him coming out of TDE. But I always been a big fan of J Rock. He kind of reminded me of like a West Coast version of DMX when he first came out. And yeah. I was like, damn, I like this dude. Let me see what he's talking about. And the dude's real, sp- real West Coast, real spitting. And he's not just talking. He out here spitting some stories. He's out here spitting some bars. And out here with great content, man. So I got that at a nine. But y'all can go ahead and uh, share y'all thoughts about that. Mine's quick. Um, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm, if you know me, then you know I'm hella West Coast biased, man. Bay Area representative. Uh, born, not raised, but you know, I got some, I got some foundation there, man. Um, he, you know, he out of Watts. If you know, if you know about Watts, then you know it's a rough area. Uh, not our homie Watts. He's not rough at all. Oh, um, shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> pew pew pew! Man, I'm just bullshit. Um, but nah, man, that that album was strong, man. The energy, uh, matched the production, matched the, you know, he had the tone on it. He got a story. Uh. Shoot, man, that that album was strong, bro. Like him and Nipsey right now, they definitely in my top five. I gotta rearrange the other ones. Like they definitely like cemented as far as like my top five albums of um mm-hmm. uh twenty twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. man. Like that, that I listen to J Rock every day, man. Yep. Bitch, well, yep. And he gave a solid thirteen shit, songs on that bit, bro. That's yeah. thirteen is what you need. Like that's a good number. That's just strong, bro. That's well, you know he ain't in the uh, good music camp, so you know. But that's TDE. the thing, though, man. TDE going to always give you what you need. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And for those of you that didn't know, J-Rock was the first, the first artist artist signed to TDE. And, you know, he got in his accident, and it kind of side-swiped him. And then Kendrick came in and was like, I'm going to hold you down. <laughs> and, uh, 
Yeah, man. Yeah, wait, was, history, wait. But. was that the alien voice? Yeah, man. <laughs> no. That new Kendrick shit he on, yeah. <laughs> loyal, loyal. Uh, nah, uh, man, that concert was dope, though, man. Even though SZA didn't perform. Motherfucker. Um, it, you ass. know, they, they did good, man. Uh, Schoolboy had to go out there and just do a whole bunch of songs to make up for her time, but um, she did come out and crit walk a little bit. But you know, the TV mm. championship tour concert, it was dope, yeah, man. I'm kind of mad I actually didn't get to make it out to that concert. I'm really not a concert fan per se, a, a concert head like that, but I did kind of want to go to that concert. But of course, you know, my, my light skin ass is always at work, anyways. <laughs> but man, the most anticipated album to come out this month. Hey, that nigga voice got high. I don't really like, care, person. That nigga woke up, boy. Like, who? yeah. Who? Chains? Chains. Nah, man. Nah, bro. That guy from the six. Is he going to redeem himself? Oh, that is. Countdown. Thursday is he going to redeem himself? I'll the 29th. I forgot about that album. And oh. it is also okay, rumored. And that, it, that, that, it is also rumored that this Drake Scorpion album that's going to be dropping on the 29th is supposedly, may possibly be a double disc. So. Taking it back to the 99-2000 when Master P was dropping, you know, these The Last Dawn and when uh, Juvenile was out here dropping them Hot Boys double discs and stuff, you know, like Master P and them joining him, man. What's up, man? Is he, is he going to do a bid for him? Shit, but know. hey, it'd be funny. One, it'll be funny if one the A-side got six songs and the B-side <laughs> got six songs. That's probably, that's probably what it's going to be, though. That's probably what it's going to be, though. because that's, like that's, that's pretty clever, and I think that might actually That's what, um... That's what Ray Shrimmer yeah. did. What they dropped six songs a piece on three on a three disc album, something like that. Who that? Ray yeah. Shrimmer. Oh, Ray. I don't know. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. What's the first one gonna be? I'm I'm upset. The second half gonna be I'm angry. Nah, hopefully, hopefully he take upset off because that, that shit part. trash. Push his shit on. I'm upset. Nah, he didn't <laughs> talk. Did he talk about upset? I don't know. Anyways, upset and God's plan is definitely on the album. So. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he want to be platinum. So yeah, he got to get them platinum strings. Oh yeah. Because he got to count those yeah towards. Yeah. But um, um, the question was what anticipation was the question. Um, what do we expect? When do we expect? Oh, yeah. that's right. Your question more or less was the disc. Well, should we expect the disc to be on there? Well, not necessarily. I mean, do you think that he's gonna redeem himself? I mean, he already tried to. You know, he already distracted us by uh saying, "Hey, hold on." Well, first off, let me back up real quick. Dallas, you want to go ahead and get some contest behind the J Print story because we haven't covered that yet here. Um, oh, as, we haven't. As far as what happened about him. Making the quote unquote OG call. Yeah, I think that was false, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I think he hey, made I mean, it, but. You know what? I'm going to tell you like this, man. If I needed a motherfucker to lie for me, I would want to be that Because ain't nobody going to bust All right, tell the story, though. Like, tell the story. Tell the background story right quick. Well, uh, of course, you know, um, Pusha T replied to the Duffy freestyle with the story of uh, Adidon, um, you know, basically putting Drake on blast saying he's hiding a child. Which is a reach, but you know most motherfuckers out here bit it. But you know, nonetheless, he he delivered a a, a good ass diss record, um, talking about his father, talking about his mother. You know, his hair not napping right, some uh, some insecure shit, some shit that I don't even think Drake going through. But you know, whatever. Um, it was strong, and for the moment, Drake was silent. But uh, then Jay Prince, who was at the time uh, uh, promoting his book, uh, what is it, the art? Uh, the art of respect or something like that. Um, <clears throat> he was saying that, uh, well, one, I heard once, I don't know if it's a different story or the same story, but Kanye called him and was like, hey, how can we end this? And uh, then Jay Prince then told Drake, who he says had uh, 
disc record, Locked and Loaded, and it was a doozy, and it was a career ender for not just only Pusha T, <laughs> but um, uh, um, but Kanye as well told him not to release it uh, because he felt mm-hmm. like it, it's not just talking about it's not just staying on hip hop anymore. Now we're talking about mothers, fathers, and and kids and and, and stuff like that. Um, that line was already crossed. <clears throat> was it though? He just said he just said her name. Now, to Watts' credit, I think that's Watts who said it. Like the way he said Virginia Williams implied that he smashed or something. Like, like if somebody uh somebody would have said you know like Donna Harris, like I'm saying like yo like you smashed my wife or something. <laughs> so like I don't know if it was something like that, but. Did Drake really? He just said her name. So if that was crossing the line, then you know whatever. But I think regardless, Pusha T had a certain set of bars in that response already locked and loaded. Yeah, 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 he yeah. Just he was already gonna re- release that to pull from Drake to say, oh, you know what? He mm-hmm. said this, so I'm finna tell the world about your son. If he would have said, regardless if he would have said anything about Pusha T's fiance or not, we still would have got that whole you are hiding a son. Um, you know, whole whole thing. I so gotcha. you know, it, it's it's all it's all planned and, and on my yeah. end, you know. Um, but yeah, let man. Me, me, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was. Saying, I was gonna uh, say. Uh, <laughs> you got it, man. Uh, I was gonna say that. Uh, yeah, with the whole J Prince thing, he allegedly uh, made the OG call for Drake not to respond to Pusha T because he felt like you know it it was going to a darker place that uh, nobody. Would have been able to come out from uh, uh, maybe except for him and Drake, um, but yeah, he he stopped the he stopped the Drake's response, and then academics said that Drake got the response on the album. I think them niggas are selling the dream. <laughs> hey man, you, if I want somebody to sell my dream, it's I agree. Be Jay Prince, I agree, I agree, I agree. But I think like if that if that well, I guess it's not. I guess not because Drake don't really have too many snippets that's leaked like that, even though he has a few. But I feel like if he had a response that was that serious or that 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 big, a leak would have happened somewhere. Um, but allegedly, you know, he also getting slapped because supposedly he had recruited Lil Wayne to be on this disc as well. Um, and I hope I hope he wasn't trying to pull a Nicki Minaj and get the camp to come in to try to save him and all that stuff. But either way it goes, man, I do anticipate that there will be a response on his upcoming album. Maybe I don't know. Because I heard what you said about academics, when academics said that he didn't water down the response, and it is going to mm-hmm. be on the album. But yeah. I just think what we're going to hear on the album is going to be some watered down shit, and that's just what it was. <laughs> or or he can good music his way out of this. Not like Kanye good music, but like just make like dope records, mm-hmm. and like we just forget about the whole. Like if he got like yeah, he got like six more God plans on there. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what he was trying to, you know, distract us from when he dropped this I'm Upset video, giving a homage to all the Degrassi uh, people who watch Degrassi. I didn't watch Degrassi, so I could really Me care neither. less. But <laughs> I guess he was trying to, you know, get all his his female friends, all his all his uh, women friends back on his side. Like, hey, I'm still <laughs> that guy from Degrassi. Look right. at me. <laughs> Look at me. And uh, But I think I agree with, like, what you said. If he comes out and just drop hit after hit after hit, the whole album was a banger. Then hey, sh- ride off into the sunset with that L, cause people ain't gonna be talking about Pusha T after that after this album drop. For real, what <laughs> you was about to say, plus two? Um, shoot, I was gonna say. Well, first of all, when I said that he crossed the line, I wasn't talking in reference of uh, Pusha crossed the line. I thought that's what we were talking about, not Drake. 
because Drake didn't really say enough for me to have felt that, you know, it was worth going that far. But I think you right. hit it on the head when you said that um that man was going to say whatever. He used the excuse that yeah. Drake crossed the line. But like what I said, those bars was coming, period. Though they were coming. And he would have just had a different excuse, like all is fair, you know, or I'm ruthless or savage like that. It would have been some excuse to get it off. But that shit was coming out either way. Yeah. 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 All right, man. So be on the lookout for that Drake that's going to be dropping this week. Uh, by the time y'all hear this podcast, uh, it should be coming out either Thursday or Friday, whatever time y'all wake up, whatever y'all want to do. Um, uh, I'm going to keep it in the music family for one last second, man, uh, on some good news just because Anwar, you know, is overly excited to probably hear this, you know. The guy Lil Wayne has finally worked out a deal to where uh, the Carter Five may be coming soon. <laughs> uh don't have any as, as anticipation for it right now. I hope you re-record that entire bitch <laughs> if it is coming out. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, man, you might be getting that Carter Five soon, dog. Y'all, y'all should be happy. Shit, don't act like you know you <laughs> ain't ready for that shit. Shit gonna be fire. And if he don't re-record it, then that shit's stupid. But Wayne, <laughs> come on, man. We know he been making music. You know that man ain't gonna release some shit that's fucking five, six, seven years old. I just can't see him doing that. He might, man. But, um, they released I'm that looking pain, forward man. to it. I hope he get good timing. I hope, man, shit's on his release with, you know, bumping heads with Drake or Nicki or just some other dumb shit that could happen to take, you know, away from such highly anticipated album. But <laughs> I hope it comes soon. I'm ready. Uh, hey, man, the, uh, man, good tracks, bro. Like, they eternal. Yeah. So it could be a fire-ass track on that that we might be like, hey, he, went, he definitely went and recorded that, re-recorded that. But it could be very well like six or seven years old, man. Like you're right. We we listen to we listen to old shit every day, and we talk amongst ourselves like, "Yo, man, this joint, this joint, hot, man." I remember when it first came out, and it's still bumping today. Like if he, that could be still a solid project, even though it's been in the can for you're like right. five or six years. So you you never know, man. Like we niggas is like, "Yo, he gonna have to go in there and re redo that one." Like will he? Like I I still listen to Wayne old shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like it's like it's brand new and, and and you know some of the rhymes they still be hidden so you never know man you're right you never know you're right and then um Nicki Minaj album Queen's supposed to be coming out sometime soon I don't really care for Yawn. it <laughs> I don't really care for it whatever and um do we have any thoughts Thanks. about Nicki Minaj saying that she doesn't support sex workers but all her pictures with her ass open her legs spread and shit yeah she was definitely um, uh well I don't know if y'all want to talk about the awards last night. I was, I was about to get into that in a second. I, I didn't see it. In a second, um, but uh, y'all have any thoughts about the Nicki Minaj first? And then we go into um, the I wish we had the video to upload with this audio so they could just see our face and just say, uh, no, <laughs> whatever, Nicki. How would you dare say something stupid like that? But then again, um, she's notorious for saying real silly dumb shit, so. And keeping no. it with Nicki, man, I saw I saw Cardi B at the movies last night. Who, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch? With her pregnant ass. No, dead ass serious, though. Her pregnant ass wobbling down the movie theater. Anyways. <laughs> uh, all right, Dallas, uh, what you was about to say? Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the BET Awards. The B 2018 BET Awards happened last night. Um, I kind of was trying to watch it before we started recording a little bit. Um, shit was just so much <laughs> to me. Uh, Dallas, you watched it, I'm assuming, so you could go ahead and get some insight to that. Yeah, I could give a little insight. I was actually, uh, I'm just getting in from D.C., so we left like maybe uh, like a little bit after the Anita Baker thing. So that I was kind of dope. I did like that part. Yeah, I ain't see that. I ain't see whatever half was after that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely different. Um, I don't. Yeah, 
BT going BT going BT. I saw somebody. Uh, I forgot who it was. They put the EBT award, man. Uh, That's exactly what it felt like, dog. The shit was. I did. I was kind of hyped that they had J Rock. They did, I saw the beginning, uh, right up to the Anita Baker, I guess. I yeah. saw the beginning. J Rock came out and opened the show. Jamie Foxx was which the was host, dope. which was dope. Um, and then they kind of gave his little. Jamie Foxx was just. It was kind of reaching a little bit everywhere. Jamie Foxx brought Childish Gambino up to kind of give him credit for This Is America video, and it was just so awkward. It was just weird. <laughs> it was just weird to me. <laughs> it was just super weird. And then. Um, uh, Meat Mill gave a a, a, a a tribute to SS Tentacion, um, who stay and his by performing his song "Stay Woke." Is that the name? Is that as that song or Meat Mill song? I think it's called "Stay Woke." Yeah, that's Meat Mill. Yeah, that's Meat Mill song. Um, if you guys don't know who SS Tentacion is, it's a sad story kid who from Miami area, who was an up and coming rapper, yeah. um, who Deerfield Beach, Lauderdale, yeah, Lauderdale, who fatally got shot, um, at a motorcycle um motorcycle store lot. And um, the shit was sad because people just didn't just recording the videos and putting shit all over Facebook, social media and all that shit. And I felt some type of way behind it, even though it wasn't really expected to me. I felt some type of way about it because I kind of did listen to his music um, a little bit. Uh, his last album, Question Mark, and kind of like followed him a little bit. And it seemed like he was trying to turn his life around. He initially got big because he basically came out and said that Drake stole his rap flow and all that stuff. So that's kind of how he got named for himself and kind of built up his stash and then his music started to come out. His music was good. It was just kind of a little depressing, but you kind of see that he was trying to make a change for himself and turning it around a little bit. So Meat Mill did a performance to give dedication uh, to him as well um, with, with Meat Mill, not Meat Mill, but excuse me, with uh, Miguel. So um, hmm. That song was kind of hot too, man. That song is hot. That song is hot. Yeah, man. I ain't, I don't, I, I haven't really been feeling Meat prior to that, uh, Prior to that track, man, it, it, it wasn't oh, wow. personal. I just didn't think he was that, you know, that strong out here. But you know, that's that was just my opinion. So no, I agree with you. As, since he came back, none of his stuff really grabbed me either until this, until this new um, song that came out. And yeah. then, um, of course, Black Panther racked up everything over here. Um, <laughs> racked up everything in the BET Awards, just like it racked up everything in the MTV Awards. I seen, um, uh, <laughs> I seen Michael B. Jordan sitting next to Deborah Lee. I was like, oh yeah. Them, about to win it all, man. Yeah, them about to, yeah, yeah, you knew it was a rap then. And then uh Scissor won in a, a one for um Best, best New Artist. artist. Yeah. Shout out on my base Scissor. And I don't know why Tiffany Haddish won Best New Act- Best Actress, but I guess that's the hype she piece. She is hot, man. She is hot. She is hot, but I guess that's the hype piece, you know, going into the joint it. Joint with um the OG thing or just in general? Best, best no, nah, she just this won best best actress in general for uh, I guess particularly oh. for girls trip. Um Jamie Foxx did say do that. Comic uh, relief, but not being a good actress. She just Kind of funny as hell. Yeah, Jamie Foxx did his little uh, <laughs> Cleveland A. Smith, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith uh, parody to give her the award. That shit was kind of funny. Yeah, uh, that whole hilarious, man. You can look them on YouTube. Just type in Cleveland A. Smith. That shit hilarious, bro. And then um, uh, Dallas kind of already spoke about it. The tribute to Anita Baker. That was kind of dope. She received the Lifetime Achievement Award, yeah. and that was kind of dope. All the performances that came out to perform her songs, and that was definitely dope. Uh, Snoop Dogg did close it out with a medley performance, and I uh, didn't really watch that part. I don't know if Dallas watched that part. <laughs> nah, I, I was on the road, man. Yeah. I was on the road by then. Like, after the Anita Baker thing, because Mom Duke, she was mad because, you know, like, when you do the tribute, the, the person that they're doing the tribute to going to sing, they, they usually sing too, but I guess Anita Baker wasn't feeling, she said that she wasn't feeling too good or something mm-hmm. like that. Mom Dukes was mad, man. They they turned they turned the channel, watched some shit about Teddy Pendergrass for about ten minutes, and then <laughs> we left, man. We got on the road. 
And then um, the Migos, the Migos performed, um, whatever, whatever, that shit was performance, whatever. All the performances that I did see was like 20 minutes long, dog. I swear to God, bro. (laughs) That shit was like, what the fuck is the purpose of the awards show if y'all just going to have all these damn long ass performances? And then um, John Legend gave, did something real dope. He gave us six um, humanitarian hero awards to individuals, one of them including uh, James Shaw, who was... Excuse me, let me make sure. School shootings. Among the heroes were Parkland shooting survivor Anthony Borges and Waffle House hero James Shaw. James Shaw is the one who uh, performed, who saved the um, lives of that Waffle House attack up in Nashville. Eleven-year-old Naomi Walder, and there was a couple of different mores, but that was real dope. Um, this cat James Shaw has been getting a lot of love. Um, I think. Oh yeah, I, well deserved. I, I think. They had the Black Panther boy up there too, the one that climbed that wall to get that kid, to get that. Baby. Oh, he was up there too. Yeah, that cat, that cat climbed the hell out that wall though. Yeah, he did, <laughs> man. Yeah, he and did. um, the James Shaw Jr. cat, he actually got the award from Chad Boswick, Chad with Boswick as well yeah. at the MTV Awards, so that was dope. And then I think Dallas was trying to allude to this a little bit. Nicki Minaj performed, um, performed oh, Chun Li in uh, Rich Sex. Why would you perform rich sets after you just make an announcement? Nicki Minaj, get out of here, bro. That's funny. That dude that they had that meme with the picture, I guess when she had her legs open, he was just looking at and just Unimpressed. Unimpressed. It was just like, that said so much right there. Just that face, like, this is whack. Yeah. The womp womp face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, but uh, <laughs> outside of that, man, I don't think, I, like, it just seems like it's just too much going on at the uh, BET Awards, and it just seemed like it was just yeah. everywhere. I did like the old Anita Baker performance and a uh, couple of tributes, but the performance was just too much for me. And Jamie Foxx was kind of forcing a lot of damn jokes in. And, you know, I love Jamie Foxx. Like Jamie. Uh, oh, me too. My favorite. Or one, top three of <laughs> mine. Real. But I know Jamie, and that's going to be something that's happening. He's going to, yeah. you know, force the humor, but that's what they expect him to do. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. As somebody who's had a difficult, had the difficult task of hosting something for the <laughs> sake of time passing by, uh, I definitely understand him being more of a, like a seasoned veteran, like a legend, uh, you know, more so than little old me. But it's, I don't think they had any scripts other than like the couple of skits that they had mm-hmm. with him on there. I guess it was, I think it was basically like, hey, we're going to give you the mic and Surprise, you just, yeah. you just, yeah, you just pass time. Like MTV, yeah. what's dope about MTV is that they give the, the, um, the script, the everything laid script. out. Yeah. So you ain't got to mm-hmm. be up there like, okay, um, all right. So they want me to keep going. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you just gotta, you just gotta do what you do. And, yeah. You know, a lot of people in there, man. And so. it seems so much organized how the, how MTV do it because, like you said, they have the script and it's like time to the T. So yeah. like, once you in, it's fade to another one. But that Jamie Foxx shit, it was just a lot of awkward shit where it was just like, okay, what do I do next? <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. uh, all right. So Michael yeah. B in the uh, Childish Gambino was definitely awkward. Yeah. Do y'all have any uh, anything else y'all want to go to before us with the music area and music world? Nah, man. Um, nah. I have to post something. Uh, I know when y'all make the show about the Drake review, I, when y'all post it, I'll be, I'll be in the comments. Okay. Get off that. All right. Well, then, um, we ain't got uh, too much to talk about with the sports, man. As y'all all know, my Cleveland Cavaliers got their ass swept. LeBron James, yeah. LeBron James disappointed You're me. You're right. We haven't spoke since the sweeping of the Cavs. LeBron yeah. James disappointed the hell out of me. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. He disappointed me. He, he gave some great effort, but the last two games, he gave some piss-poor-ass effort. 
And I think it just trickled down to the team. If you ain't, people want to blame it on him being tired and stuff. I get it, you tired. But if you want to be the goat, you can't show that you tired. Nah, the, the, the heart, <laughs> they took their heart in game one. When JR, JR took his heart in game one, I have to blame JR. I don't care about the whole blame George Hill for missing the free throw. Sure, but JR blew the whole series. Yep. So I'm going to blame JR. So I agree. Everyone wants to blame Braun. I mean, his job was to get him there. You know what I'm saying? It was, that's kind of what it was get us there to some place that's fucking impossible to get to with the stick we got. After that, you already expected them to stick with the Warriors? I mean, I know what you did. But, I mean, you know, on a realistic note. They could have stuck man. with the Warriors after that first game. That first game, that I thought it was going to stick through. Cool. I like that. If you listen. After that first <laughs> game, I told you. Bro, State, I told you man. that it was going that, that killed the momentum. Momentum is everything. It so. did. You're right. <laughs> but listen, to, like, Golden State looked at them like, hey, man, y'all had y'all shot. We, we was laid down to y'all that first game. But after that, it was like, that ain't going to happen again. And what Golden State came out and did. They ain't hold back. They whooped their ass. KD got quiet. And when that nigga gets quiet, it's a problem. Got you know why? Just said you know wherever why he wanted to pull him, from, he was pulling from. They 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 swept him because after game one, like they had a huddle up, like yo, we could have lost this and our spirits mm-hmm. could be down. Mm-hmm. We could have we could have probably blew this whole championship. Like let's take advantage of the of that moment of that fact that they had one small mistake that cost them in overtime, and now we got to capitalize. Like yep. At the whole year, Golden State has been playing like they are bored, bro. Yep. They are bored. When I play video I games agree. with people, I agree. When I play video games with people, like if I'm bored, man, I do not be into the game like that. But as soon as some come, as soon as Anwar, as soon as your brother comes, as soon as Nick come to my house, boy, I get in the game. I get hyped. That nigga still win, but I get hyped. But but you got to because he he one of them people that's gonna make you mad if you lose. So <laughs> you can't lose to somebody like my little Yeah, that is true though. Right, yeah. but like you just be pissed at the world. It after becomes that. fun. It becomes fun when you get there. I done had the game like for two years, but as soon as he come play, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm on it now. Yeah. So you know, like let's go. They they they, they seized the moment, man. They was like, yo, let's just let's let's zero in on these guys. And me personally, man, I think LeBron's path to be the GOAT or LeBron's GOAT path is harder than everybody else's that, you know, that is quote-unquote I agree. GOAT. I don't think Jordan's GOAT path was this hard. They say the, the league was balanced, but I don't think so, man. Like, it, I agree. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't this hard, man. Like, I think people – I think LeBron, he catch a lot of – he catch a lot of slack, man. Like, I'm a LeBron fan. Um, it don't – it didn't disappoint me when the Cavs lost, but when people – when people were like, man, like, you know – uh, you know, Brown, Brown this, Brown that. I'm like, yo, even if that guy was 100%, I don't think he was going to be able to beat this team. Yeah. Like, if you take LeBron off the court and take KD off the court, who's going to win that game? Yeah. My thing, dog, and um, I kind of I kind of want to get a little bit more detail. I probably want to get more detail to it right now. We'll probably talk about the next episode because we ain't got shit else to talk about with sports for the, <laughs> for the next couple <laughs> weeks. But um, my thing is LeBron kind of – it. it, it it LeBron changed. One thing you can take from LeBron is that he changed the NBA forever, forever. Forever, he made a the NBA a player-driven league because the league was pretty much ran by the team owners and all that stuff, and they just de- came and just dealt them whatever they wanted to go to, wherever they wanted to make their team better. But LeBron pretty much took the the power from out of the the owner's hand and put it into the player's hand. The thing about it with my when he left to go to Miami and then. Left to, left to go back to Cleveland, I think he was trying to make it right to go back to Cleveland. However, he already fucked up, and that's where the power that he changed it into the player's hand came back to bite him in his head. 
by bite him in his ass because now all players are doing are teaming up to beat him, teaming up to get a ring, mm-hmm. teaming up to get a championship. Yep. So in order for them to do that, you're going to get these mega teams like Golden State <laughs> Warriors, <laughs> like Oklahoma Se- Oklahoma's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then at that, man, it's, it, it makes it harder for you to win a championship consecutively when you have teams consistently like signing one player one year deals just yeah. to just for that yeah uh, they get a championship run you know what I mean so that's right. why I think it yeah. ma- it makes it harder but I'll get in more details about that on another episode man but um this upcoming week after this week LeBron will officially be a free agent um free agent uh do y'all have any anticipations of where he's going to be assigning or anything I hope to God this nigga don't go to LA man I hope so too <laughs> I hope so too yeah Please don't go there man I don't think they I don't one, I don't think they had a fit. My theory um was for him to go to uh go to Boston. Uh you trade Kyrie for um Kawhi Leonard. Um you have Kawhi Leonard. Damn, bro, we might have to have a whole episode to talk about this shit because Kawhi, bro. Okay, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just talking. Go ahead. I was just thinking. Go ahead. No, but you're right. We could do this for a minute. Go I ahead. get you. Because you you're making some killer points right now. <laughs> I wanna go in on each one of them. Yeah, I, go I, ahead. I'm sorry. I, I say that I say that for another one because I, I go in depth with it, but I, don't, I ain't gonna take up the time on that. Yeah, we just can't be taking three weeks off, Anwar. <laughs> don't <laughs> Anwar me, <laughs> Dre. I know you're listening, motherfucker. <laughs> I know, right? All right, uh, right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, uh, go ahead uh, to share your final thoughts about um, whatever you want to share. Um, after every, all the hype going on, I feel like he's going to leave. It's almost like you know. It's like when you want to quit your job, you're mentally out the door, but then they make you that offer after you tell them you're going to leave. You really don't want to stay because it's like, damn, I'm already one foot out the door. Mentally, I'm gone, so therefore, I don't want to stay. That's how I feel like it's going to be for him. Mm-hmm. But I I want him to stay because I think it will do better for his legacy if there's anything to hold on to. Like you said before, he did, he's out the GOAT race, to me at least. With he the always been out the GOAT race to you, bro. <laughs> he's out the GOAT race with that shit. So it's like, what else can you do to try to hold on to your legacy but stay with your home team and continue to try to, you know, do something? Because I don't think there's any place he can go that's going to say, oh, shit, chip automatically, you know what I'm saying, there's no team. You know, unless you did the Boston thing, which Dallas said he wasn't going to go in, so I won't go in about that. But um, I hope he stays. What I don't want to see him over in L.A. trying to build a young team. And he's too old to be that guy, man. He needs to be on some weight shit right now, which is – you know, I'm the dude, just have respect for me. I know I'm going to be the guy that touches the ball the most, but I want to sit my ass down. For, you know, I don't want to keep running this show every time. I'm but what if, down for a minute. what if he, like, after this deal or whatever, he finally signed the team and just sit down? What if he miraculously wins six more championships? Six, man? I'm just saying, yeah, hey, man, he, 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 could, he, could probably, he got at least another three, four as the number one athlete in the, in the, in the NBA. He got at least another three, four. Without no dollars on his body a year. You said what? That man spends a million dollars. That's what I'm saying. That's why I know he got at least another three, four as the top athlete in the league. But if he get, I mean, shit, he might be a million dollars a year. He might got ten. But if he just sit down and ride, if he just sit down and ride out with ride out as a role player for the remainder six, seven years of his career until Bronny, little Bronny come along and carry him along. I know, bro. Then what you? You can't but deny he didn't go there. <laughs> What's your question, bro? Um, I'm just saying. Do you think that he can still be considered? In, yeah, do you think he can still be considered in the GOAT race if he was able to get three more, <laughs> three or four more within the next five years? Well, any of my listeners 
they they would know if they listen to these few uh last few episodes know that I'm one of those guys that's gonna just continue to say no because I'm too stuck. Because you're a bias, yes, you are. You know what I'm saying? So so it's gonna be my answer won't be really um what you want to hear. But he has three already, right? Just to make sure we're doing the math right, he has Mm -hmm. three now, right? Mm -hmm. If he gives us three more in the next maybe five years, that's kind of the the argument. Mm -hmm. Will he still be in the goat race? Yes. And I have to just be realistic because I'm also a realist. And I say yes because those stats don't lie. And his stats are already kind of, you know, shitting on Jordan. Uh, not shitting on, but they're right there with him, and some are better. And he still has, like you said, at least three years, God forbid, he was injured in the league to continue to do damage on those records. So I have to look at the stats, too, not just the fact of the championships. I mean, shit, so he I already got he all has, the stats. I, huh? He already got all the stats. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That, that's true, but the chips is the balance for me. And <laughs> if he does get those three, then I think then then we have a debate. So, so I, I who, say yes. So who so who's in the goat race? Are we still um, putting Kobe in the goat race? That's I think that's what Dallas really want to know. No, nah, um, no. I want to know, like, if it's about championships, then like, how come we don't talk about Robert Horry? Bill and Robert Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. I mean, the only reason why we can't talk about Bill Russell is Bill Russell went through eight teams. <laughs> yeah, there was nine games per yeah, season. Nine, you know <laughs> that's the only reason why. That's why I say Bill Russell. That's the only reason. That's really yeah. the only reason. You're right. Yeah, if we if we talk about reason. if we talk about rings, but remember, the rings is the deal breaker. It's not just rings. That's Anwar. That's Anwar's conversation. I don't think I don't I don't think rings has anything to do with it. That's just Anwar. I opinion. think that's what that that would sway people into saying Braun easily is go if you got rings and you beating Jordan records and scoring and playoff games and triple doubles and whatever it is he's beating Jordan in. You got to factor in rings. I don't say it's the only thing because that's the case. People are gonna still say that dumb shit. Robert Horry got this many. Steve Kerr, if you count his nigga. coaching rings, he has seven rings. If you count goat. three with Golden State and three with Chicago and da 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 da. So right. So I what don't do know, you man. base like? Okay, you got three principles. What as far as like being a goat? What are your three principles on? The goat or a goat? Like the goat or a goat? I mean, it don't matter. <laughs> what? Think about it. Those are two things. Well, then answer the question. Kobe's back in. Answer for answer. Um, answer the question. Why is Kobe um, in? It? Yeah. Why is Kobe in it? Kobe's in it because. I thought you got, did you say Kobe's got, in it? Or did you he say he's not in it? On the track I did. He's in, he is in it. in it because. Oh man, because you got to factor in. Okay, people don't want to factor this in, but that loyalty is a factor. Oh no, it's not. Don't factor that in. Do not factor that in because Kobe did demand a trade. Kobe did demand a trade. No, because he 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 because Jerry Buss said that you're not going. Jerry Buss set him down and said you're not going anywhere. So that's where LeBron, when he took over the player, took over the league and made it the players' league. Bron chose the league. Kobe, Jerry Buss said, Jerry Buss said, Kobe, you're not going anywhere, bro. My son, my son gonna know that Kobe wanted to leave him. That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> all right. Well, you said you asked for the three things, right? I mean, we could do the Kobe thing, and we can go back and forth all day. But you asked for three things. <laughs> now you want to change I mean, the right argument. Now, <laughs> now I want to back off. That. You're right. <laughs> uh, number one um, is championships, obviously, to me. The number two would be uh, those stats. You know, as far as you know, scoring, um, MVP. Um, damn, trying pretty much you just stats all together. And if there's a third thing to add to it. Loyalty isn't the third thing to me. It's just a, a factor. I don't know what to label the third thing. Oh, well, I would say ability to make your team better. Kobe? Psh, 
Get out of here, bro. <laughs> we're talking about the Jordan and Bronson. No, you talking about Kobe. We were talking about Kobe. No, no, no. I said we're gonna drop Kobe. No, oh no. So yeah. you're so you're not talking about Kobe anymore. Okay, got it. All right. No, no, Kobe's done. Yeah, I'm sorry. Kobe's out of there for now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and anyway, he asked me what would make you no. Know, what I guess what am I factoring in for you to be the goat, not a goat. A goat is Kobe's conversation. The goat is pretty much Jordan, LeBron, whatever. And I say it's those three things: rings, uh, overall stats, and your ability to have you know made your team better. Okay. All right. All right. So you rate so Kobe's in the top. What conversation for you? Easily five. I would even say three. Okay. Okay. Oh, man, that nigga. I put him right around with Robert Horry. That nigga Kobe Bryant. Rude, bro. Don't do him like that. Come nah, on, Dallas. Nah, bro. I, I'm with Dallas on this one. I'm with Dallas on this one. Nah, nah, listen. nah. I can't let y'all do that to Kobe, man. Come on, really? Listen, 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 bro. That In the Horry conversation? Those first three those first three rings, he wouldn't have won without Shaq. Those second yeah, rings, he wouldn't have won without Bynum. He wouldn't have won without Gasol. I heard enough. That boy Kobe Bryant is 0-3 without an All-Star big, bro. And got and got swept by the same team that 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 beat LeBron, the Dallas Mavericks that everybody keep bringing up. In the first that round, boy, that boy is zero and three without an All Star big, and you know that was right around the time when he demanded that trade. Yep. Everybody was he was trash. Yep. Anyways, man, that's enough. I just thought I'm just tired of y'all keep saying that. You know, y'all acting like the Dallas Mavericks was some chumps when they swept the fuck out of Kobe ass. Anyways. <laughs> All right, man. I, only only thing I got to say about the NFL right now is, uh, Jameis Winston, you're an idiot. <laughs> Damn. I have always said this, but I tried to support you because you're on my team. <sighs> Whatever, man. Dallas, what, what you got, man? Y'all are y'all in Vegas this year? Nah, we not. We okay. got one more in Oakland, and nobody ain't suspended. <laughs> As of now, <laughs> uh, well, not before the season, right? <laughs> but that's all I got for the, uh, for sports right now, man. I don't really have anything else to run down. Uh, season two of Luke Cage is currently out, so make sure y'all check that on Netflix. I'm about to go start up on episode three right now. Once we get off of this. And yeah, uh, Donna gonna finish episode eight plus two. You ain't watching it. I gotta catch up, man. Well, can I get one shot? I hate to do the Drizzy thing, no offense, Drake, and go back into old subject. But we are representing <laughs> Orlando. I gotta give a shout out to that draft. Uh, did we get what's my boy's name? Y'all know it that we got that Dallas was supposed to get him, Mumba, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, big man that got to Orlando. Oh, the Magic Dallas dude, yeah, the dude that got drafted by the Dallas Ma- by Orlando Magic. By Orlando, yeah. He was everybody thought he was going to Dallas. He was talking with Dirk Nowitzki, all that stuff, and. He ended up getting grabbed up by Orlando. So, shout out to Orlando for getting, you know, a top pick. Man. That's all I want to say. Man. Sorry about that. I got so, nothing to say about uh, that. No. What happened? I got nothing to say about that. The Magic's just going to fuck it up again. But whatever. I agree. That front office is the devil. But, um, yeah. So, to shows, I don't, I'm not on Luke Cage yet. But um, I think I, that might be my next joint. Um, I give you a couple shows I'm on, if that's what we're asking. Go ahead. All right, well, I am on my Black Lightning. I did kind of catch up. Late. I'm, I know, I know, I know. But my new sh- my new joint is that Marlin. I'm sorry. That shit's funny. Late. But that shit is funny, though. That shit it's funny. funny. I know, man. Someone just put me on. I'm uh, I'm still on season one. I know there's two seasons, but yeah, season two you know just me. started up. I don't watch anything real time, so people have to tell me about it like way later, and then I jump on it. Um, but um, yeah. those are my shows right now. That Superfly movie dropped. Did anybody check that out yet? Nah, I've been hearing mixed reviews, bad reviews, good reviews. The shit looked terrible to me, but 
I'm I just heard it was better than what it looked like. That's what I kept hearing. Okay. Yeah. Better than what they I, I thought. No, uh, I ain't heard no bad, not bad. reviews. And yeah. then the people who saw the original ones say that it's just like the original. Okay. Okay. I'll check it That's out on Fire Stick thing. or something. <laughs> I got to yeah. check out. Um, we checking out that Jurassic Park this weekend. Yeah, I checked out Jurassic World. Oh, That's where gotcha, I saw gotcha. When I was leaving Jurassic World is where we saw Cardi B at um, Jurassic World is uh, – I had to go back How and do. It? I had to go back and do a, a rewatch of all the Jurassic Parks on Saturday <laughs> before I went to go watch it. Oh yeah. And um, I got. I, I I thought that it was that Jurassic Park Two was bad, but I forgot they had a little black girl that do the gymnastics, and that one was actually pretty good. Jurassic oh, okay. Park Three was probably the worst one in my opinion, yeah. and that's the one where they gotcha. had the kid that was lost, um, and all that stuff. And Jurassic World, this last Jurassic World is like right above that one. In my opinion, mm. it's a lot of action, yeah. but it kind of slowed down at the end. It's a lot of action mm. at the beginning, though, and I really like it. So, if I had to put a ranking on it, Jurassic World Three is at the bottom. This Jurassic World is right above there, and then you could just take the rest from whatever order you want. Hey, okay, I might have to go put the go see that at matinee. Then I was gonna see it at night, but no, nah, yeah, I definitely recommend to see it. I definitely recommend to see it in the IMAX theater if you got it, if you can or whatever. Uh, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always go try to see movies in the matinee hour anyway because these kids get on my damn nerves in the movie theater. This, this <laughs> is true. <laughs> yeah, anyone see the Ant Man Wasp or are going to see it rather? Um, I didn't I'm have not. any ant- anticipation behind it, uh, but I probably will watch it. I mean, I'm a Marvel fan. I didn't have any. Anti- yeah. Did I talk about Deadpool yet? Um, uh, we jumped over it because um, did we wait? Wait, yeah, because we Deadpool said it was late last time. Deadpool two was better than better than Deadpool one to me, dog. You, that's right. You said it was good, and none of us had seen it yet, so we couldn't talk about it. Deadpool, yeah, yeah Deadpool two was better than one to me. Dallas, have you seen it? Yeah, I th- I just think it's the same movie uh, as Deadpool one. <laughs> I think that's probably the reason why I, why I thought it was better because Deadpool one, I think it was forced jokes too much, and I think yeah. Deadpool two, I kind of already went into um, mindset like thinking like knowing that it's gonna be forced jokes. Right. But I think that they, point I think right they, there is valid. I think they did. That point um, right there is valid. Yeah. I think they did. What's the name? Uh, a good, ju- uh, a lot of justice. What's the girl name? What's the girl name? Uh, Domino. Uh, hey, Domino, yeah. you said. Mm. Oh yeah, she was true. Yeah. They did her justice, man. They did her a lot of justice, mm-hmm. yo. Hey, that fat boy sucked, though. I mean, he was. You know, I don't know. He probably had better, <laughs> more attractive villain. I mean, <laughs> no homo, but just yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway. Honda ass boy. Yeah. I mean, he looked just like your um, ass when you was younger, so I mean. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, right, the movie was decent. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I can't think of anything else. Um, you got one for us today? Um, no. All right, well, then. We're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up and run down these social media outlets, man. D.I., man, appreciate you for coming in and jumping in on the last sure. minute with us, as always, bro and brother. Be on the lookout. When is that? July 2nd, July 1st? Y'all keep switching the damn date. I can't keep up with y'all. Nah, man. This, we we going to record on the 30th, but we might, uh, we might drop it on the 1st. Start off the month, right? Uh, open okay. Bar Radio, uh, IG, Facebook, the Open Bar Radio Show. You know, Open Bar Radio on IG. You can follow me at cap.t.coming on IG. Uh, yeah, man, We like I said, we're trying to make Orlando great again. Uh, or we're trying to help continue with the efforts of making Orlando great because it's a lot of things popping. But we're going to make sure y'all know the next time y'all come if y'all ain't got shit to do because we, we tired of hearing excuses. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And uh, I think I, I've already been at the shits, bro. So don't. And why? I, I, I mean, I'm not talking to you. Anyways, but uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> special shout out to this ain't that CC man for the Drake happy hour that they uh, threw down this past Friday, man. I heard it was a success, even though it rained and everything. I heard it was still popping. Uh-oh. The next one gonna be lit too. I don't know if I can let all the DJs.
details out. I don't know if I told you, but uh, the next one's going to be hella lit. So, hey. yeah. We'll, we'll be sure to keep y'all listeners up to date on that. And uh, before mm-hmm. I give two a shout-out, well, actually, two, man, go ahead and run your social media down. Go ahead. Oh, okay. You said you was about to give a shout-out? Nah, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give a quick shout-out. Just a few things. One, uh, of course, shout-out to home team Orlando. Shout-out to Ronnie. Congratulations on your baby girl. Um, yeah. That's huge right there. I see you I see you with those real tears in that video you made because you really wanted that boy. I know. I know how that feeling is all too well. And you get your boy one day, maybe. But in the meantime, God wants you to keep them guns in the house. So shout-out to you and your baby girl. Um, <laughs> then let me get you my, my social media. Even though we did miss something. I hate to drizzle it, but I got to. Because power comes on next week. And yep, we yep, 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 yep. Good it. looking, oh, yeah. good looking. This but week, we will have a special week. screening. I promise you we'll do something for that because that's too anticipated not to speak on. So we'll probably do something with that. Right, Watts, if you agree, we can set up a separate that's, episode That's on y'all that. niggas. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Idiot. Anyway, but to get to my uh, social media, you know you can find your boy at um, Instagram, anwardw underscore 357. That's A-N-W-A-R, the letter W underscore 357. They say Anwar ain't from the hood. Um, and on Facebook, <laughs> it's just simply Anwar Williams. Dallas is disgusting. He just, he just, <laughs> he just said his. Anyways, um, all right, man. I mean, you know, this, this is your boy, man. The first light-skinned Wakandian man. Still drinking my water. Still exfoliating. And I ain't got no beard no more, so it ain't no beard gain right now, man. Hey, man, you man. almost got me with that shit, man. Talking about some, <laughs> I thought you were talking about shaved everything off. He was. He I was. I was. I thought he about was. it. He I thought about it. it. <laughs> oh, I was like, but he would have got who was. He was on your own, bruh. Uh, but, um. Shit grow back in two days. Our shit was, well, my Exactly. My shit probably be back by next week. But I, I do want to yeah. give a special shout out, man. Shout out to Beyonce for letting the keep, letting the Kates show on Instagram and the Uh-oh. booty cheats and the thumbs and stuff. We appreciate you for that, for Beyonce. Um, no comment. What up? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm getting the evil out right now. My bad. My bad, man. And this is your boy Watts, man. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Watts number four. That's W A T T S number four on Instagram and Twitter. Man, make sure you hit up the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew on both Instagram and Twitter at L R Banner four zero seven. That's L R B A N T E R four zero seven on both Instagram and Twitter, and the Locker Room Banner Podcast show on Facebook. We ain't gonna have no YouTube up this week, but be on the lookout. Make sure you check us out on YouTube as well from the Locker Room no Banner Podcast crew. We Don't be bitter, yo dope, they reconsider that shit be stepped on. Eastside Johnny way out that project, but then I get my rep on. Fuck your feeling, no question, bitch. I kill it, I bring that check home. We old school like Domino. My old school make lawyers know. My old school a matchbox. Black on black, bad bitch in the back. We ballin' on the hard top. Doc told y'all the car top. Now my number car block. We don't miss, we car shots. Swervin'. I pay them no mind because I curve them. She said I look way better in person. I told her I do better when I'm working. You scared motherfucker, go to church.